Hello, everyone. Well, it was an eye-opening show, that's for sure. I've never seen so many tears, snotty noses, and drunken hiccups this early in the season. The boys had the power, so our bachelorettes took it back from them, and it backfired right in their faces, leaving many unanswered questions. In this episode of the podcast, some guy in Austin and I try to get answers to these questions. For example, did no one consider what would happen if a dude rejected one of the bachelorette's roses? Is Jesse Palmer using the rejected roses as potpourri in his trailer? Are denim panties made with mom jeans worse than regular denim panties? Did you take reflection pictures as a child, as I did? Mullets, yay or nay? Could childhood slideshows be any more boring? And do you think of Grease too every time you see bowling? I love this show so much. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 271 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin, and we're going to talk about episode three of The Bachelorette with Gabby and Rachel. Lo and behold, we finally have a format. Now, it was a hot mess getting to that format, but by by the time we got to the rose ceremony, we finally, well, they, they figured it out as they went along what this show is going to be. Would you agree with that? I think invented it as they went along. Figured out. That is so true. It seems a little um, it still seems a little in the air. Yes. I want we're gonna do something unconventional this week. We're gonna start with a rose ceremony because it was my absolute let's just crack the season. We'll just do whatever the hell we want. Yeah, much like this season, we're just going to do whatever we want on this podcast. We're going to be backwards and have no rules. I just wanted, I think that's what everybody wants to know. It's its episode three and everybody, even at the beginning of this one, was kind of like, what, what are we doing again? And how does this work? And my favorite part is that they decided during the rose ceremony, really during the rose ceremony, I believe they decided how things were going to go down because let me, let me just unpack it for you for, for a minute. We're going to, we're going to get into details, but earlier, you know, Gabby experienced some really hard hitting blows and, and so, so mean. And, and, and she's thinking, Oh gosh, this is harsh because what these guys are saying is, yeah, I'm here for Rachel. But and, I mean, for them to air yeah. the comment about her mother that she made, yeah, that was just that was, to me it was over the line. Maybe the only thing I'll tell you, and I don't mean to inter- steal your thunder here, but um, the only thing I'll say about that is I hope that maybe they've reached out to a good old mom and at the end of the season, there's going to be some sort of surprise <laughs> reconciliation. I don't know. I don't know. That, don't you think at this point? Maybe, maybe so. Yeah. If, if Gabby's comfortable with it, maybe so. Okay. But, but 
she's she's getting a lot of hard knocks during the week during these dates and rachel's just having the best time ever and then rachel learns oh my gosh these guys are being mean to gabby uh-uh no and so i think the two of them got together and said well we're just gonna weed you out then if you don't like my girl then i don't like you and so they go into the rose ceremonies jesse's very dramatic jesse palmer comes in and says hey these ladies want to go on their own separate journeys. By the so way, from here on out, you got to decide. You got to pick a lane. Who are you going to be with? That guy had a hard time hiding his consternation as well. <laughs> he was, you could tell he had like, no idea uh-uh. and no decision-making ability. Either. Nope. They just nope. go there and, I don't know, make a rule up. <laughs> Not at all. So we go into a rose ceremony where the guys are all on the stadium, and you've got – Rachel over here with her little pedestal of roses and Gabby over here with her little pedestal of roses. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I genuinely 100% think that they were under the assumption that I'm going to hand a rose and she's going to hand a rose and I'm going to hand a rose and she's going to hand a rose. And, and we have the power back. It's ours now. And what happened was Rachel tries to hand a rose to some guy and he says, um, I'm here for Gabby. And then it was a literal record scratch, just, and they all look at each other because what do we do next? And no one knew what to do next. So Jesse Palmer has to come in and wing it, which as you say, he doesn't know how to do very well. And he says, okay, Tremaine, you go back up into the stands. And if Gabby wants you, she'll give you her rose. But uh oh, Rachel, I gotta take yours because it's invalid now. We gotta throw it away in the trash can so she doesn't get to give it to anybody else. Yeah, that was I, I didn't yeah. I it didn't appear that there was any sort of cohesive Mm-mm. structure. Mm-mm. And, the, and and Rachel, I think, looked is yeah, that's the one Gabby Rachel. So it was Rachel. He looked um extremely surprised. Yes. That, Both Uh, of them did. Like, wait a minute. What? Because we just had this little moment of I'm woman, hear me roar. We've got the power back. And then this guy just told her, yeah, I'm not here for you. I'm here for Gabby. And so then Gabby, yes. And so then Gabby is sitting there doing mental math thinking, oh, who have I already given a rose out to? Who am I going to switch with if I like this guy better? But she looked equally as shocked and and horrified, but what was different was this happened to Rachel three times in the rose ceremony. Not once, not twice, but three. And as she said, when she had to leave and take a moment for herself, she said, at least you got your rejection one-on-one. I was humiliated in front of the entire cast. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I see your point. <laughs> it's so, so good. But then the other thing that was weird to me was, did you get, do you remember our, our favorite show we hated? Um, Listen to Your Heart, the Bachelor oh, version cool. of the singers? Yeah. And how they had to wait backstage to see who came back behind the curtain? That was a weird thing, too. Didn't you think that the the guys who had already been given a rose were backstage? They weren't on the stadium. And yeah, no, that was unusual, of course. Yeah. Um, so now it feels like teams. 
like, oh, bro, he's on my Gabby team. She's on my Rachel. It's, it's, it felt very, it felt very odd in so many ways. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't particularly enjoy that, but I, I really, I didn't know what, I couldn't tell what was going on half the time. <laughs> just felt like, I just felt like they, they had 10 roses to give out and they gave them out. The, the Jesse Palmer coming in and stealing roses was <laughs> mysterious for me. It's so weird, but that's what they didn't think through. No one thought, oh, well, what if this guy doesn't want a uh, uh, rose from Rachel. What will we do? Does she get to pick another guy or what? Th- that couldn't be the case because you know, she and Gabby talked about it and said, okay, who are your nine you're taking? Who are my nine I'm taking? Who are the ones that we're okay with leaving? And then that totally threw them for a loop. Yeah, it's set up, but I, I think, yeah, I mean, clearly the order of things was constructed to let one of the Gabby Rachels get turned down a bunch of times in a row. And the other Gabby Rachel sat there and had a wallow in her mm. um, dysfunctional family, which is, I think just as sad as being rejected. Uh, it it was so sad. And then, and, and to, to kick off the episode, she got punched in the throat again because Rachel is off on her one-on-one date with Erich. And she says, you know what? I'm just going to get, because there are no rules. Oh, no rules. I'm just, I'm just going to go visit the mansion and let the boys, you know, flirt with me and, and see who's here to to really play the game or, you know, find love or whatever. And no that one did. Go well. That didn't go very well. <laughs> it did well. not go well. I mean, yeah, that was, pre- I, I got to tell you, that kind of made me laugh. But, it did. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> and we were thinking too, like she is just shooting mimosas because she's so bored. And they're like, like, what do y'all do all day long? Well, you play catch. And so they, they go throw a football around and then they sit on a couch and don't even. So she leaves thinking, like, okay, does, want to make does, out? Any, like, yeah, does anybody me? like me? I don't know. No one. Yeah, look at my tank top and my shorts. Like. Okay, I have to ask you. You know we talk about denim panties every episode. She had mom jean denim panties. How do you feel about that? Look, I I think I told you. I don't. They they both seem like decent, kind of fun people, but I don't find either one of them very attractive. And frankly, I don't think either one of these guys is completely transfixed either. That was apparent. Mm. Uh, The one guy, what's his face? The guy that cried on his date. That that. Yeah, yeah, they share everything in common, all that. Like that guy's, he's fully invested. I don't. Mm. Most of these other guys could couldn't care less. I think um, the best part to me, also speaking of the rose ceremony, was how the meatball overplayed his hand, and now he's like trying to over, underplay his hand and get a do over. Which, if that works, good for that guy. But yeah. I'm not sure it's gonna. I know that 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 was something. We'll talk about that in a minute. Meatball said no, and then came back and said, "I'm just kidding. I yeah. think I like you." Yeah. <laughs> okay. I made but, a impulsive decision, and then, uh, then I realized I was going home, and I'd still like to stay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Rachel's one-on-one was with uh, Zatch, as we call him, because Erich is Erich, and Zatch is Zatch, Z A C H, and. I think someone needs to intervene on behalf of Rachel's wardrobe. I don't think that they are fitting her clothes very well to her. In this particular instance, I didn't know if it was a pretty woman date, a reverse pretty woman date with a guy, or then it slowly morphed into a movie 
premiere. Yeah. And, but then when we got to the movie premiere and it was such shockingly um, non paparazzi who were playing paparazzi on this tiny little red carpet. Oh, totally set up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then the lack of other people. Milling yeah. about, I thought when, this uh, is weird. <laughs> when the quote celebrity was, what was his name? Caribou? What was it? What the heck? Uh, Caramo? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who he is. Yeah, I, I don't know who he is. Um, they said he was a, a queer, More queer eye, straight guy. guy. That's a, that's show is still going on. I don't, I don't, I remember the first season, what, what was that, 15 years ago or 20 mm-hmm. years ago or something. Um, and uh, the, the only re- that, that guy, uh, Carson, somebody is still around. He pops up every now and then. And mm-hmm. then that guy Ted hosts uh, Chopped, which I enjoy on the Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess this guy is like the second generation. Maybe so. And he but dressed. He wasn't. He, wasn't um, he was no Franco de la Costa. He's no Franco de la Costa. Not at all. But he did dress Rachel in something that was like a human yellow highlighter. It was awful. Well, and, and then the, some the Muppet feather that, thing on top. Like, like brown trash bag looking thing. Oh, it and was then, uh, bad. What's his face? Zatch um, came out in multiple Justin Timberlake <laughs> outfits. Probably left over from last week's paid <laughs> musical guest. Well, what about um, Matt White and the piano? No, Matt, the Matt White. I was like, wow, how did they get Matt White? On such short notice. <laughs> He's this generation's Jim Brickman. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But here's the thing. It was not a movie premiere at all. Would you like to tell the listeners what it really was? It was a slideshow created oh, by uh, a very uncomfortable slideshow. Um, mm. I thought that uh, it seemed to me through the slideshow. This could just be editing because it was through their lives. It was like what you would play at a a graduation. It also seemed to me that maybe Rachel's family um, was much more eager to participate than Zach's family Mm. because there were Mm -hmm. maybe what three slides of Zach and then his somebody (laughs) relative said, Hey, (laughs) hang in there. And, And then she was like, he cried when his mom was on the screen, probably because none of his other relatives showed up. Well, Rachel's family's been down this road before. They're right. they're turning in their 15 minutes of fame too, but yeah. he did cry and she did just he, she she leaned in when he cried. Well, she yeah, liked a it a lot. A for sure. They had a moment and it, it went really well for Zach. It and did. I, it I did, know. especially when she discovers that they both used to go to airports and watch airplanes fly. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Can you believe it? Yeah, I'm I used to do that before. I to, way before September 11th, we used to um, go buy beer with a fake ID and then sit on the um, top of the parking garage at Houston Intercontinental Airport when I was a kid <laughs> and drink beer and watch planes come in. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, if if ABC producers came to your mom and daddy and said, "Hey, we need some footage," okay. would they be able to produce that or not? I would be horrified because my parents would do everything they could to dig up the most embarrassing footage. Did your parents document your life through video or photos? Not like like these people because, you know, it's technology. But, yeah, I mean, we had a a little video camera and, you know, there's a bunch of Super 8 of me and 
my brother and my sister running around. Yeah, and, like at the zoo, which is what they showed. And right. our friend Stephanie said, no one cares about this except for the person it's about. <laughs> and maybe the person who made it, but they probably don't even care about this either. That's yeah. what's so hard about slideshows and video montages like that, because it's not, it's not enjoyable for the regular audience. But, you know, my parents, we didn't have cameras or video, anything. Until I mean, until I was old enough like to think, wait, I want a Kodak disc camera or a yeah. pink Leclerc. I want one of those. And I would start taking my own pictures. But my mom and dad did not have cameras. Not that they thought anything bad about it. But I just think they're like, eh, we don't really care. So all, I have very few pictures of me when I was little. But I have a lot of other people who have taken pictures. You're like Laura Ingalls, Laura Ingalls Wilder. I am exactly like Laura Ingalls Wilder. The one thing that I do have are all my school pictures, which was a big deal to me because yeah. it was probably one of the few times I saw myself on, you know, printed. Yeah, there's a lot of pictures. I think of when we were kids, yeah, there's a ton. And then um, somewhere in my teenage years, that sort of, you know, I, I guess maybe because we were gone all the time, right? You know, just get up and leave the house, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> Did y'all do reflection pictures? What does that mean? Do you, you don't know what that means. Maybe Is that was like, a... like like where where um you're sitting on the log and then there's like a picture of you looking for like yes. see through like a like a ghost type of thing. Yes, up in the sky looking well, a God, different God, way. No, thank <laughs> God we never did that. I, we I did. Oh my gosh, that's that's got to be some kind of East Texas thing. I'm seeing your thing. <laughs> I bet lots of people did reflection pictures. <laughs> did I do. I have a really, thing? I have a really good one with my Dorothy Hamill haircut in first that's grade. Awesome. So the best part, like I, I was never, um, I was always kind of straight down the fairway when it came to like dressing. I, mean, I was preppy, I guess. <laughs> I wore eyes and stuff and sweaters and things. But I never, you you cannot find a picture of me in something ridiculous like parachute pants with like chains <laughs> on my shirt and a mullet. That doesn't exist because it never happened. Okay. And you never I'm had thinking, a mullet? No, my brother had a mullet. I oh, right. I was right, right, mullet. Right. I never liked the moulet. It was not something <laughs> I was drawn to. You know who has a mullet? E. Rich. Did he you know that? Actually, yeah, a semi-mullet. How do you feel about that? He look, you know, he looks. He's a normal looking dude. Whatever. Okay. I don't. It doesn't look ridiculous. It's not. It's not to the point where it's ridiculous. I think the meatballs hair is far worse. <laughs> it really is. I would call it greasy. Yeah, I would say. I mean, it's you know, it's a stereotype because he's Italian. But I think that yeah, I mean, he really needs to kind of tame that somehow. Are the young boys in Austin wearing the or growing the mustache, like the Top Gun mustache? Yeah, they look horrible. Like they, they all have, they all look like they, every one of them looks like they need a haircut. It's almost like back in the seventies, you know, or just the hair. There's not even like you know when we were growing up, there were some ridiculous hairstyles, right? True. Like the girls had the giant bangs that you would just true. spray until you could literally like rake a yard with them. You know, there was that and the big hair. Guys had, like you said, the mullet and whatever. But at least that was a style. You yeah. know, now yeah. I see these kids. I, God, I sound like an old man. But 
they all look like they just rolled out of bed and they haven't had a haircut in, in a year and a half. And they all, they're, you know, you can't, they look like uh, the shaggy DA. Remember that? <laughs> Wasn't that a sheepdog or something? They all look like that. Okay. Well, Erich isn't that bad. He's, yeah, he's, I, always, I wish Erich would get out of my driveway. <laughs> Not my lawn. That's right. Uh, I, I didn't love their date. Refresh they, my memory. What did they do? Right, exactly. They she, first of all, her grandpa John joins them. Oh, uh, that was the, yeah, that was the guy that used the word dingbat last season. Yes, he did. Richie yes, he Bunker did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know why he was there. I feel like that that was odd that he you was know what the there. Best part was Grandma bought her pink bowling shirt. That was well, awesome. That's what I'm saying. The the most entertaining part of the date is when Gabby went and recruited some little grandma in a holy roller bowling league down the way with her pink shirt and her bowling mm-hmm. ball. And she said, here, bowl with my grandpa John while she went to the snack bar to make out with yeah. E. Rich. So it was it was all very weird, but the the meat of their date was at dinner. Yeah. Do you want to tell people about dinner in their conversation? Well, yeah, sure. But but before we do that, I have a quick question for you. Have you ever made out in a bowling alley? No. No. Okay. It seems dirty. <laughs> have you? Yeah, exactly. No. I mean, yeah, it's just something filthy about that that, you know. Um, I did um I did get stood up on a date one time at a bowling alley with my girlfriend at the time, and I found out that she was on a date with what was then soon to be my former best friend oh no yeah thoughts and prayers to you for that i was like uh, i was like uh, how old were you adrian zamet on greece (laughs) too did you think you were gonna score tonight and you didn't because she stood you up every time i see a bowling alley i think of greece too every time um i i was quite the bowler did i ever tell you that i was in a league for like 10 years and i really really enjoyed um (laughs) Yeah, we were good. And uh, what was your league name? Uh, it was several different times, but we always had a company sponsor. And I think back then I worked for AT and T, so I don't remember what the team official team name was, but I remember our bosses paid for it. So oh, that was nice. And, uh, you know, it, was, it was a ringer. Yeah, it was, it was good. And one one of the guys that worked for the company owned the bowling alley, which made it even better. So, mm. um, but but back 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 to your your question. So uh, Gabby and Erich, or no, Gabby, is it Erich? Yeah, Eric. They go mm-hmm. to uh, their dinner, and Eric seems to be having a nice time. They've made he out is. the bowling alley. He's been very tolerant of the uh, age-inappropriate grandfather who undoubtedly had the word dingbat and other <laughs> dated terms to throw around. Um, he's very tolerant of the weird uh, lady with the, the yurt. Pink, purple mm-hmm. hair. Mm-hmm. And, and he's earned to- his keep, and he's ready to go to the dinner table and it just happens. I mean, like I said, the cracks in the porcelain turn into uh, a shattered uh, Voss uh, named Gabby. <laughs> and she just spills out a million yeah. reasons why she's upset. And then she says, excuse me, I need a minute. Mm-hmm. And by minute, she meant probably two 30. hours. <laughs> yeah. And so well, he's sitting there with the same glass of wine, like horrified <laughs> to like get drunk because he has no idea how long she's going to be gone. She's back crying, talking about how her mom doesn't love her and all of this. It was, um, she was a mess. It was a mess. It was, 
it was what what cracked the porcelain is him saying, my parents are great. They're <laughs> wonderful role yeah. models. I, I want mom. a soulmate <laughs> like that. My mom is awesome. And then she could not respond because no, that's could, not her could, life. Yeah. He could not get past the fact that he had a happy family. And yeah. look, that's not her being mean. It's just clearly it's she's got yeah. massively unresolved issues. Yeah. Yeah. Here's and, the part Here's the part I want to ask you, though, that our friend Martha brought up. At any point, do you think these people fall in love with their handlers? Yeah, I'm because sure. Because she's yeah. sitting there pouring her heart out to the guy handler more than she is to her date, E. Rich, who's sitting at the table by himself. Yeah, I'm absolutely certain that happens. I'm actually absolutely certain they encourage it to happen because they can be easily manipulated. Yeah. We saw her drinking with that guy over like on a couch near me. And wait a minute, your date is over there. But she comes back and she, you know, kind of explains. An hour and a half later. later, She comes back and explains, you know, it's just, it's, it's tough. And, and, and he, as she's kind of breaking down in front of him the first time, he's not saying anything. He's a little bit frozen, doesn't know what to say is in the moment. It's just thinking, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh. That's what makes her get up because he, he says nothing. Look on his face. He did. And he didn't, yep. he did not know how to handle that. You know, the but, part? but after an hour and a half, he figured out some words when she yeah. came back. Yeah, he had a long time to plan it. <laughs> Can I get a pen over here and a napkin? Um, So the funniest part was we're sitting on the couch and like Mrs. Some Guy is not, she's in and out on The Bachelor these days. You know, she's just got other stuff to do. Yeah. Anyway, she comes down uh, like five minutes into this scene before the meltdown happens. And she's sitting there kind of playing on her phone on Instagram or whatever she does when she doesn't want to watch what's on TV. And all of a sudden the breakdown happens and then Gabby escapes and she's talking to her handler. And <laughs> this is some guy looks at the screen. She goes, run, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard for that to be your first date. And she melts down in such a big way and no, is gone for so long. That happened to me on a first date. I would never ask that right. girl. Again. That's very never. hard. Yeah. You don't want to do that. But he did, he did, when she came back, like I said, he had 90 minutes to figure out what to say. And he kept it very simple with, hey, you're just being true to your emotions, which that's a nice thing to say. And, you know, your past makes you the person you are today. And I think that's a great person. And I would love to get to know you better and see where this goes. And he's kind of showering her with compliments. Yeah. And she crawls in his lap and starts necking him yeah that was as weird. he's speaking and then i thought oh this is the wine talking yeah well it she look again i think she's severely um emotionally broken somehow mm-hmm. and he looked terrified mm-hmm. and what he said was incredibly he just hit the ball down the middle of the fairway yes and you know he didn't he didn't take any chances he just yep. said what he needed to say Got the rose, and I'm sure he went back to the mansion. Like, dude, mm. <laughs> what am I? What have I gotten myself into? Because mm-hmm. you know, do you really? I mean, honestly, and, and the reverse is also true. I mean, if that happens to a girl on a first date, yeah, you know, they talk about an ex or a family issue, whatever, on a first date, yeah, um, you, you really have to ask yourself if you want to invest in that kind of project. And that mm-hmm. sounds so 
it might sound insensitive, but it's true. Mm. At a certain point, you got to look out for yourself in a relationship, and you really want to jump in with somebody that's that raw mm. on an issue that's that profound, that's literally going to affect the rest of their life and your relationship if you invest in that person. Yeah. I feel like she does like Erich though, and and I think he'll stick around for a while, but he did get his, you know, it's week three, so he got his one-on-one kind of out of the way to where he can fly under the radar for a few weeks, I think, he just it, to your point where he's trying to figure out, mm, do yeah. I want to go down this? He didn't get a musical guest either, which is like, I mean, that, they might as well just kick him in the groin on the way out the door. <laughs> So you gotta put up with that. You could at least have some kind of sad theme song to cap it off. <laughs> sure. Like they could do calendar girls and serenade yeah, them. Right. Put Caramo out there to do something. <laughs> oh, bring Franco Lacosta in for a quick photo shoot. Let's talk about the group date and how dumb yeah. it was. Or do you just oh, wanna you, skip Franco it immediately? Lacoste. Franco Lacosta disappointed me. He wasn't as um he didn't have his short shorts on this I time. I know, and his bright blue shoes. I thought it was so dumb, so cobbled together. I think that's why Franco wasn't in it, is because it was clearly cobbled together and stupid. No one yeah. put any thought into this. They made it hokey, um, cheesy, dumb, and then all of a sudden, Nate and Tino get to pretend to propose to Rachel and Gabby. Who are, and, in, who are in wedding dresses. Who are in, yeah, who are in wedding dresses. So With removable bottoms. <laughs> which you all need to just whip it off for the reception. I, I was so disappointed in that in just an eye-rolling way. And I know you're thinking, Lindsay, it's The Bachelor. They have pillow fights and jello fights. And I said, well, you know, at least there's some sort of structure there. This just seemed so dumb and no one knew what to do. And I think right. Franco was phoning fights, it in. Say what you will about the pillow fights, but there's a structure there, I think. Is what <laughs> That's what I said. No. <laughs> there's a structure there. That's exactly right. Um, I don't know. It... it uh, who cares? I, I didn't. I didn't like any of it. Meaning, these boys are dressed in Daisy Dukes, and they have to pretend to wash a car. And these boy, this one has to wear a diaper, and this one is in a head-to-toe body cast. It was so dumb. Yes. It, it 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 showed us nothing. It gave us no insight to anyone. And so then we go to the. After but it party. also went from it also went from Gabby just being this puddle of goo on her date with Erich. Mm-hmm. And then she's jumping around in a wedding dress all happy. So there, was, there wasn't any sort of transition into like, yeah. Uh, and- I, Eric was such a nice guy last night. He really was there for me. And today I just want to brush it off and have a great group date. There was none of that. No transition. And like, you're a mess and now you're fine. To remind everyone, this is like 25 guys on this group date too. There yeah, were so exactly. many of them. So they couldn't even give people a shot to have even funny moment. It was just a lot. So they go to this after party thing at the SoFi stadium in California. And that's when Rachel hardcore makes out with Tino on the friend's couch in the middle of the 50 yard line. And then Avon (laughs) Avon tries to do the same thing. And then this Jordan guy tries to create a moment. And so it's just 
it's just Rachel and this guy, Rachel and this guy, and then Rachel and this guy, and then it's time it's time to go to Gabby and her first guy's Tyler, who starts off with, yeah, I just out of respect for you, I just want to let you know I'm here for Rachel. Well, and then he used the phrase, which I think it was taken out of context, but it's clearly all she heard. He says, well, I don't want to say that you're rough around the edges. No, no, no. That's the next guy. That's the next guy. Okay, That's so the next guy. Hey. The, Tyler's the, the ponytail guy, right? No, no, no. Tyler is very normal. He's oh, very okay. normal. He was, Tyler went first. And so he got the benefit of the doubt of Ray, of Gabby saying, well, that was really nice of him to, you know, I, I, I like that he respected me enough to have this conversation with me. And so right. he he likes Rachel and and he said, no disrespect for you. Just want to be honest. I think you're great. Blah, blah, And then oh, the yeah, next yeah, guy yeah. comes up Hayden. Hayden and it's guy. Hayden. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, he's the fun. one who says, I think I have more. Hey, I'm here for Rachel. I think I have more in common with her. You're a little rough around the edges and our values line up. So I'm going to pursue her. Yeah, no, I think he said, I don't want to say you're rough around the edges. Oh, well, either way, he's saying she's rough around the edges. All she heard was, you're a broken mess whose mother doesn't love you and everybody knows it. That's what she (laughs) heard. Exactly right. So she gets... I don't think he meant that though, right? I don't either. I think he's he's a nice guy. He just had poor word choices. Poor word choices. And then we have ponytail come in and that shirtless Jacob. And he's saying, you know, if it was just you on this journey, I don't know if I would have continued, I would but you're, you. but you're smoking hot. Yeah. That he, no. <laughs> oh my God. Smoke show guy. Yeah. And the guy looked like, like Val Kilmer. The, yeah. former adjunct, the guy that said he's a smoke show. I mean, who's, who says that directly to a woman? I don't know. That's what I kept wondering. Shut your mouth, guy. Just, I mean, it's hard enough for her to hear. I, I like Rachel. I, I'm, I'm going to pursue her. That's hard enough. Don't layer it with you might be rough around the edges and our values don't line up. And if it was just you, I would have left by now. I mean, yeah, that's th- that. That's what her night was, which was this beautiful juxtaposition of Rachel. Oh, lovely and birds chirping and boys kissing and making out and look and they yep. and so then when they do the rose ceremony that night for the cocktail party she just is so excited and oh I had such a wonderful time and so many good conversations and you guys are the best but I'm gonna give my rose to Avon and everybody's like oh okay great yeah. and she pins it on and then she lovingly looks at Rach I mean at Gabby and Gabby's like yeah, I've had a rough week. I'm not going to give my rose to anyone. <laughs> and she gets up and walks out and Rachel's jaw literally drops. Yeah. I've never seen where it a, a jaw literally drops and her head whips around. So she's fascinated. She's you know, shocked by what should, just happened. You should have given the rose to Hayden. No. <laughs> I just said, thanks for being honest. No, I mean, I may have stood up and clapped when she said, I'm not giving my rose to anybody. I went, yes. And so then awkward because she stands and goes, oh, I think it's about time to go. And Rachel's like, what the hell are you talking about? Well, I know, but that was my favorite part because she leaves. Rachel skedaddles after her. And do you remember the first thing out of her mouth? What she asked her? She said, did you talk to Jason like that? 
which makes me think, oh, Jason, exactly. No one knows who Jason is. It makes me think Jason, she's, Rachel's not interested in Jason, but she's thinking Gabby might be, or like, hey, did you talk to him? Why didn't you give your rose to him? What's happening? And she's saying, okay, Tyler told me he likes you. Hayden told me I'm rough around the edges. And and shirtless, Jacob says, I, I wouldn't be here if it was just you. And then Rachel gets mad and she is ticked and she goes, do you want me to address this with them? And she said, yeah. no, I don't. Which was very mature on Gabby's part. They didn't need to do that. But as a result, that's when they powwow and say, we are taking back the power. That was so dumb. Y'all have to decide. You have to pick me or her. And then when they do, they get their feelings hurt again. Yeah, I just don't, they, they can't, neither, maybe it's a generational thing again, I'm going to sound like an old man, but, <laughs> you know, these guys have a choice. That's apparent. And they do. a lot of these guys are making the choice. Now, look, um, Hayden and Jacob may have could have done a little more artfully, but, you know, I just, I don't understand that you, you've told them, look, you've got to make a choice. They're making choices and now they're being blamed for it. Neither one of these girls can stand not to be the center of attention. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is is very telling. Um, but the best part was after they have their little girl powwow, they clearly uh, you know send a, an index card out to Jesse because <laughs> he shows up and says, "Look, um, yeah. here's the deal." And the best part is, you know, Harrison was the master of the of the um, you know the 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 transition. Like he could sugarcoat anything. Mm-hmm. Jesse says, "Well, uh, you know, look." Uh, it's fantastic that these beautiful, two beautiful women are here. And he gives this big platitude and all the guys just look at him like, yeah, what are you getting ready to tell us? Yeah. And then he says, look, you guys got to make a choice. And if you get sent home, you're done. But that's really not the case because Tremaine then says, uh, I don't yeah. want to go with you. And then Jesse sends him back to the bleachers and steals the rose. So it's, a and he weird. didn't get picked. I mean, every person yeah. that was rejected, by that was reject that who rejected Rachel, none of them went on Gabby's team. They were all sent home, except for, like we said, Meatball, who he said, Yeah, I'm here for Gabby. And then at the end, usually when they do the funny thing at the very, very end, it was Meatball coming back saying, Hey, just kidding. I, I think we might have something. Can can you yeah. put me on your team? And I think she was just so defeated at that point, she went, Yeah, I don't care. Come on. Yeah, to so, be continued. We'll yeah. see. But right now they both have nine. So they it's not like Rachel only had no, three it's guys. Not like that was right, because it's not like it was completely unscripted because right. they know what they're doing. They they knew they had to end up with nine. And so you're right. Both have an equal number of dudes. Mm-hmm. And it looks like we're going to Paris next week. I think we are. I think we're going by boat. Or maybe you get on a boat in Paris and then go other places. But you know, take the sail to Paris from California. That's a that's that's like uh, you got to go like through the through Tierra del Fuego and the Strait of Magellan and all that or something. True, 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 true. (laughs) Point taken. (laughs) Point taken. I think what's what they should have done. It's it's just really not fair for anybody, really. I think it. I think if you. 
if Rachel gives you a rose and then you're rejected, you get another week, but you just have to be on Gabby's team. Yeah, but if they did that, this would be the season would be ten months long, right? I know, but the next week Gabby could or Gabby could say in that moment, I'm not interested in you either. And I don't know. I mean that's that's how it is because you know they both they both talked about it beforehand and said, Who do you want? Okay, I'll take this one, you take that one, I'll take this one, and we agree we don't like these guys. Okay, great. So we're going we're going to Europe, but do you the last few seasons, look, notwithstanding COVID and when, you know, poor uh, Tasha and whatever had to stay at the Palm Springs resort, it, you know, 150 degrees and the, yeah, the, the, the swag. Closet. The, you know. <laughs> hey, look, it's a, it's a hometown day. I've got some balloons that are the same color as your high school. Does that remind <laughs> you of being home? Um, but, but in the past we've had the sort of um, crappy American city transition. Like we're like, Okay, guys, pack your bags. We're headed for Des Moines, you know. And then they go somewhere like that for a week, and then they go somewhere cool. Mm-hmm. Not that Des Moines, you know, I've never been there. I'm sure it's lovely. It's but, lovely. Um, it is. Get my point. I do. It's not. We get, Paris. A, we, get a tran- <laughs> we get a transition city from Los Angeles to somewhere in the you know square states, and then we go to somewhere fabulous. They've somewhere just with skipped an airport. that. Yeah, somewhere with an airport that has international travel. Um, and then we go to France. Look, I, I, if they're going to take 18 people to France, that's a pretty big group. Yeah, which is why they're staying on a boat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Do you, I mean, what, what cruise ship said, yeah, we'll give you our whole cruise ship. Yeah. Do you for- think anybody gets dysentery? That would be great. <laughs> You know, Tino had diarrhea all day. He was so sweet. Between trips to the bathroom, he was able to bring me some soup. Hey, thank y'all for listening and a big shout out to last night's game for managing our official bachelor bracket. Check out the show notes and join us. It's really easy. Simple click. It's so fun. Congrats to Kara Gray and Amy Anderson Wheeler for being in the top two spots this week. But watch out. A lot of people are very close to you. If you'd like to read a recap of Gabby and Rachel's season, head over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years of content. And make sure to check out my handy cash sheet that I've left for you in the show notes, too. It links to everybody's Instagram page. Fascinating. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and Lindsay Ray on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there. And we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever. <laughs>